It's the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the Donna Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God. This voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Oh, I need a nap. Well, hello, darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. And welcome to the second episode of the second season of the Donna Sugars Show. Oh, yes. Hi, girls. Hi, um, girls, boys, theys and thems, all my listeners. Welcome back. If this is your first time or that you're returning, welcome. Hi. I'm Donna Sugars. This is my little lonely solo show. Well, I'm actually not alone tonight. Uh, I have my faithful friend, Squeaky Chair, um, who will be occasionally making, (laughs) jumping in and and ruining the audio quality, and uh, crickets. Yeah. Uh, So, darlings, here's the thing. I told myself when this podcast came back that I am not going to sacrifice comfort for audio quality. Um... If I can be more comfortable, I will. Last week, of course, I was like, okay, I need to put an episode. I had a windows closed, no fan on. I'm melting. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing that anymore. So you guys have two things. I can turn on the fan, close the window, or I can leave the window open. No fan. You have to listen to some crickets and uh, you might have the occasional car go by. I live down the street from a firehouse, so you might have a fire engine, which hopefully cross our fingers. No emergencies tonight. But um, we're just going to live with it and move on. So, so darlings, um, for those of you who don't know me, I am a kind of quasi drag queen. Um, I call myself an amateur sub-liberty drag queen on the internet. (laughs) I have been doing drag on and off for, oh God, 12, 13 years now. Um, I I always... um, always wanted to do drag. I always wanted to have that kind of queer self-expression. And I had a friend when I was in beauty school that would, that uh, helped me get in drag for the first time. I did this uh, beauty makeup and they're like, girl, that's not drag makeup. That's beauty makeup. And uh, I made the outfit and I looked like everyone's mother. Um, It was a hot mess. Um, and I was I was at a party that I was definitely not dressed appropriately for. I didn't even know what to call myself. I think at the time I was calling myself Eve. And I was like, Eve something, because my real name is Adam. Um, so I was like, Eve something. And then I just never... <laughs> um, it wasn't long after that that someone said Donna Sugars. Because I was joking around that my poor name is Donald Sugar, based on my, my street that I grew up on and my first pet. Uh, so Donna Sugars, um, and then someone spelled it in a weird way, uh, S-U-G-G-A-R-Z, because, I mean, you have to have a Z, because it's Liza with a Z, not Liza, not Lisa with an S, because Lisa with an S goes, not Z, um, so, <laughs> nerd, um, so I just, I, I, I went with it and it, and it's kind of stuck, and so I've kind of on and off done drag, I've never been a performing queen. I am not a lip singer, so uh, I have done theater. <laughs> I have um, I have dressed in drag and done some theater. 
Um, I have done that. I have done a podcasting. I've uh, uh, been on a few different shows kind of doing that. Uh, so that's me. Um, so <laughs> if you don't know me, hi. Uh, so obviously, every so often, I'll tell you a story about the past. Uh, but for the most part, hi. Uh, I'm kind of uh, I'm a gay nerd. <laughs> I'm a really big nerd. I love RuPaul's Drag Race and World of Warcraft. Anyone who's following my my Twitter, um, I just did a <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race World of Warcraft crossover meme um, because I'm obsessed with one of the characters on RuPaul's Drag Race whose outfit looked exactly like something that one of the villains from World of Warcraft would have loved. Uh, so... <laughs> Check it out, uh, Donna Sugars. So it's been a year, and, and I was always shocked that it's been a year since I brought the podcast back. And I will say that when I left podcasting, it was I was in a bad mental state. And the, the further away I got from podcasting, it wasn't just I'm no longer doing a show. It was I'm no longer doing a show. I'm no longer listening to shows. And I kind of pushed all the gay away. And I went into this place where I am gay, and I acknowledge I'm gay, but like I had no pride. And... Bringing back the podcast was very difficult because I was like, no one wants to hear what I have to say anymore. No one cares. And I had uh, one of the things about not listening to podcasts anymore is that I pushed away the Pride 48 community, which is a community of, of podcasters and podcast listeners that are all LGBTQ. And I thought that, OK, they're never going to accept me back. And it was <laughs> it was truly amazing how they just hugged me and they said welcome back and it was as if I was never gone so it was it's been very nice coming back and I find that the more I do the show the more I am Donna Sugars um, the more I feel more myself I think I'm gayer than I was 10 years ago <laughs> um, um, gayer in a different type I'm not I'm obviously you can never compete with your out and proud 20s. <laughs> when you finally are out and your whole family knows and everything is, and you have nothing holding you back from being queer, you go and you become super queer. Um, so <laughs> I'm not quite that, um, but I'm queer in a different way. I love the term queer. So if anyone is offended by the term queer, it's not meant as offense. It's always been the, the expression of who I am that I like the most. I like queer, gay, homosexual, like I'm not always happy. So calling myself gay just doesn't fit sometimes. Uh, sometimes I'm just queer, just a little odd, a little fun. Um, it, it's who I am and, and I, that is how I identify. So, <laughs> um, and uh, you'll hear a lot of people, you'll hear episodes. I talked about it, uh, uh before, um, I, uh, sometimes go by Donna Elizabeth Sugars, uh, on my Facebook, it's Donna Elizabeth Sugars because I'm the virgin drag queen. Um, I've, I've been very kind of upfront about the fact that I, I am a virgin, uh, I always have been, obviously, um, and I've had no interest and I've really talked about that. So if you're interested in knowing more about me and kind of the sexual side of me that I never really talk about, oh God, you can actually go back and listen to uh, episode 27 from August of last year, where I really get into kind of my sexual proclivities I mean, there's a name for it, <laughs> a, a coy sexual, and I kind of love that 
it has a name. So um, go back and listen to that if you want to know more about that. But Darlings, a year, a year has passed. There's so much. And I thought I would go over. Now, Darlings, I love a good statistic. I'm obsessed with statistics. Um, the most popular episode uh, of my show that anyone has ever listened to was episode 53, Beauty Regimen. Uh, that happened back in February of this year, and it was amazing how many listeners there were in comparison with previous episodes. What I laugh at is the second most popular episode I had last year was episode one, and I know exactly why, because most people, myself included, like, when I started listening to the Gayish podcast, I came in at like a hundred and something, like, I was way late to the party, and... When I got caught up and I'm listening to the new show, I, I went all the way back to episode one and I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen for one moving forward. And then I realized that's probably what everyone else did, too. And that's why I called episode one. Episode one usually sucks because it, it does. Episode one is before you have your rhythm. Episode one is you realizing you want to do something, you kind of playing with it, experimenting, but it doesn't have the rhythm, the cadence. It doesn't have the the feel of what it would become as you continue doing a podcast it changes and develops into what becomes the kind of overall uh, feel of the show so episode one usually sucks because it, it it's you just getting yourself out there which is important so <laughs> it can only get better from episode one so darlings i thought um, i would talk about the five most com uh the five countries that are the most downloaded which it truly shocks me um okay four and five kind of shock me number five is belgium i am shocked i don't know anyone in belgium i don't know anyone from belgium but apparently i have this contingent of of, of lovely darlings in Belgium that, that listen to my show. Hey, hey. Um, and Australia. I have some friends in Australia. Judy, hey. Uh, um, give my shout-outs to Judy. Love her. Um, and she's she's part of the Green uh, the Green Party, and she's <laughs> so vocal. I The only thing I know about politics in Australia comes from her Facebook posts, which are glorious. I love them so much. Um, obviously number three is Canada. I love my neighbors to the North. They are so wonderful. The number two most popular country. We all know that number one is America. We, we obviously, uh, but the most second most popular country for downloads of the Donna sugar show is the UK. Now, darlings, I love the UK. I love their shows. I love their movies. I love their actors. I love their men. I love an uncut cock. What can I say? I love a nerdy white dude, so <laughs> I love the UK. I want to go there so bad. Uh, my mom said, because I am approaching, I still have th three years. As of next week, I still have three years. <laughs> I have three years in a week um, before I turn 40. And so my mom says, let's plan a trip to the UK. Let's go to England. You've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to go. Let's go. And I'm just like, um, I just want to work on some things because I, <laughs> I'm going to say it, I kind of want to get dick down in the UK. I'm just going to say, it. I'm going to put it out there. I kind of want to get plowed in the UK. So obviously me and mom, separate rooms. So <laughs> God, um, yeah, that'll be it. Uh, so I love the UK and I want to go there so bad. Um, so it will be, it will be a trip. It will be a trip. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> I say things like that. And then I'm like, yeah, I, I'm a virgin. I don't want to have sex, 
But then I say things like that because sometimes it's just how my brain works. Sometimes I'm just like, do I want to? I kind of want to. And then I don't. Um, I think it's one of those that like the second I think it might happen, the second it becomes real and it's going to happen, I lose all interest. (laughs) But right now, interested. Uh, So darlings, let's move right into some two minutes of news. Everyone's favorite segment here. Um, For those of you who are new, this is when I'm going to try to get as many headlines into a two minute segment as possible to give you guys as much of the world's news as we can. So let's get right into it. Two minutes of news! Yes. Another reality star has turned to gay porn as Jack Maddox of the MTV show X on the Beach is now going by Trent Marks and working with brother crush Chaos Men in Active Duty and having seen his scene, ooh, he's versatile. Yum. Speaking of MTV reality shows, Are You the One production halts their ninth season to investigate claims by a season 5 star of being drugged and sexually assaulted. John Cameron Mitchell to play Joe Exotic in the drama series about the Tiger King star's life. Prove that karma's a bitch, Ted Nugent tests positive for COVID after calling the pandemic a hoax. Father angry after teaching Teacher cuts seven-year-old biracial daughter's hair. Jeopardy finally taps LeVar Burton as a guest host, and we all are so excited. It's about time. Senate passes hate crime bill responding to a wave of violence against Asian Americans. The vote was 94 to 1, the one dissenting Senator Josh Hawley, that piece of shit. Digital underground rapper Shock G, aka Humpty Hump, dead at 57. Oh girl. Do it, baby. Do the hot damn. Oh, girl, I love that song. A 71-year-old Florida woman survives a near car crash after a turtle smashes through her windshield. The turtle was okay. A Texas woman faces felony charges for not returning a VHS tape after over 20 years. Singer Kaylani officially comes out as a lesbian on TikTok. Welcome to the family, darling. Chaos erupts when Representative Mondaire Jones calls GOP colleagues' racist trash to their faces, and it is the best thing on television ever. Angry GOP pundit Ben Shapiro thinks he owns libs with his bagged wood and gets mocked online instead. The jury found Derek Chauvin, ex-police officer, guilty of the death of George Floyd after only 10 hours of deliberation. Jerry Falkwell Jr. slapped with a $30 million lawsuit over pool boy sex scandal. Ooh, yeah. Fully vaccinated Americans will be able to vacation in Europe this summer, European Council President tells the New York Times. Turkmenistan celebrates a new holiday honoring a native dog breed, the Alibay, a native variety of shepherd dog. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office has decided to stop prosecuting prostitution, part of a nationwide shift in how we view sex workers, and it's about goddamn time. And finally, Canadian politician still hasn't quite mastered Zoom after appearing completely nude during a virtual parliament sitting. And he was tight. Two minutes of news! Yes! Okay, darlings, let's go ahead and deep dive into the stories that really mean the most to me. So obviously, Jack Maddox or Trent Marks, I've seen his brother crush scenes, and I've seen his active duty preview. He really enjoys getting uh, fucked. Um, He has some pretty cool tattoos, but he's kind of a cookie cutter of every other cis white man who's in the industry. But he'll probably have a great career. Check it out. Okay, darlings, I'm gonna, I've had to re-record this many, many, many times because I get so angry. So I'm gonna try and do this very calmly. So uh, a father, the father and the seven-year-old biracial beautiful daughter has this curly blonde hair that is just adorable. So the little girl gets off the bus in March, having half of the hair on one, like a lot of the hair on one side completely cut off. Her classmates use scissors to cut her hair on the school bus. Two days later, After the daughter had been taken to the salon, had her hair done with this cute asymmetric cut, she returns home with the hair on the other side cut. She was crying, thought she was going to get in trouble. He said, I told you that no child should ever cut your hair. And she said, but dad, it was my teacher. The teacher cut her hair 
to even it out. Now, <laughs> my mind immediately goes to this is assault. She should immediately be fired. Um, it gets worse. The principal says, well, there's nothing we can do. We can put a note in her file, but we can't really discipline her for that. They knew she was going to do it beforehand because her teacher um, knew that the library teacher, the one who cut her hair, was going to do it and didn't stop her. Um, he's furious and he's threatening uh, to pull her out and put her in private school, which do what you have to do. And it's gotten to the point that the the school board has had to look into it. And the uh, district superintendent is now looking into further disciplinary action against the people involved, which should include the teacher who knew that the haircut was going to be cut and the the library teacher who cut the hair. And honestly, it was also said that the kids took the scissors off their teacher's desk and took them home. So that, that was also theft. And so those parents need to be made aware and those kids need to be punished. This, it's unacceptable. If you're not going to do your job as a teacher and you're not going in and these parents fail to raise their kids that their kids think that it's okay to steal and to cut someone's hair, it's never okay. Now, they're trying to say that it's it's a white neighborhood and this mixed race child. It's just they don't understand. No, this is I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> This is, this is me calm. It was so much worse. Oh, God, there were so many worse versions of this. Moving on, moving on. Um, to date myself, I was obsessed with the Humpty Dance so much. I had it on cassette tape, and I used to listen to it and then rewind it and then listen to it again on my Walkman. I loved that song so much. It's ridiculous. Um, moving on. <laughs> the woman who faced felony charges for the unreturned VHS tape. Now, she uh, was, it was in Oklahoma. She had rented Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the movie, not the TV show that it eventually became, <laughs> which is, is the, the best thing ever. Um, two decades ago, hadn't turned it in. She's now living in Texas. Didn't even realize it. She was charged with felony embezzlement. But the prosecutors have decided to dismiss the charges because it's ridiculous. I mean, really, at a certain point, you have to just throw it. You just need to do it as a write-off, just like debt was. I mean, really, it's crazy. Okay, very quickly, Ben Shapiro, who's just a schmuck. I mean, he's just a putz. He has his moments where you're like, oh, he's kind of cute. And then you realize who he is and you're like, oh, he's a garbage human. So he says that Home Depot is this bastion of conservative because they don't they they're not against Georgia. They weren't one of the people that signed the fucking letter, whatever. So he goes there. He buys an offcut of a piece of wood, like a three foot long piece of, of wood. He has them put it in a Home Depot bag, even though like three quarters of it is sticking out of the bag. Then he takes a picture outside of Home Depot, holding the receipt in one hand and the board in the other while the bag is kind of hanging off to the side. So you can see that it says Home Depot. It's a terrible photo moment. It makes him look like a fucking idiot. And the internet ripped him apart for it. It's glorious. It's, just, it's so good. They do not fuck around. You cannot do this kind of shit and not think the internet's going to rip you apart for it. So, <laughs> Jerry Faldwell Jr. So he had this whole thing coming out um this cuckolding blackmail story involving his former pool boy and there are photos involved um and so he was being blackmailed and it's become this whole thing so he was working for uh, <laughs> he was working for an organization who is now suing him because he did not disclose to them that this was happening um and they said that that is against the contract that they signed with him 
because um, that he needed to disclose that for any potential harm it could cause to their organization if it came out what happened. Um, and that was part of the contract. He failed to do it. So he's being sued for it. And it's glorious. It's just, oh, glorious is my word of the day. I love it so much. Oh, so good. One Senate Republican said that D.C. wouldn't be a, quote, well-rounded working class state. I had no idea there were so many syllables in the word white. I have had enough of my colleagues' racist insinuations that somehow the people of Washington, D.C. are incapable or even unworthy of our democracy. One of my House Republican colleagues said that D.C. shouldn't be a state because the district doesn't have a landfill. <laughs> my goodness, with all the racist trash my colleagues have brought to this debate, I can see why they're worried about having a place to put it. The truth is, there is no good faith argument for disenfranchising over 700,000 people, Mr. Speaker, most of whom are people of color. These desperate objections are about fear. Fear that in D.C. their white supremacist politics will no longer play. Fear that soon enough white supremacist politics won't work anywhere in America. Fear that if they don't rig our democracy, they will not win. Today, Democrats are standing up for a multiracial democracy to democratize all 51 states in this country. So that video clip is everything. Oh my God. It is an openly gay black politician putting white middle American racists in their fucking place. And you heard them like yelling in the background, trying to object Fuck y'all, okay? <laughs> it, it fills me with so much joy that there are some Democrats that are not putting up with Republican bullshit, okay? So keep pushing, Mondaire Jones, girl. I wish I lived in your district. I mean, to be fair, I don't because it's too close to the city and I can't handle it, but I love you. I love you. Keep going, girl. Keep going. And I'm saving my favorite for last. Uh, because this story is both good and the person it's involving is delicious. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was unladylike. I'm not a fucking lady. No. <laughs> so, darlings. Uh, so, William Amos. He is a, a politician, a Canadian parliamentary member for the district of Pontiac. Um, he is tight. Um He's looking real good. Uh, he was, uh, they were doing a virtual parliamentary meeting uh, of the House of Commons. He had gone for a run. He came back to his office. He was going to change into his outfit before the meeting. But unfortunately, his Zoom call was going and the camera was on. So he was putting on a show. Um, uh, it was mostly noted, unnoticed by a lot of people, but apparently it was noticed. <laughs> uh, a comment was made by a member of the opposition bloc Quebecois party, uh, raised the incident as a point of order and said that the parliamentary men should be uh, remember that they need to wear a jacket and a tie and a shirt, underwear and trousers. Um, I certainly hope that was a joke. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but listen, like, that's not a funny joke. Um, it, I think it's hysterical. Um, obviously, it's utterly mortifying. Like, the guy was so embarrassed because that was not the intent. Was like, hey, here's my dick. I'm naked. Um, I look better than most of you naked. Um, but, I mean, him and Justin Thoreau. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm having a, I'm having a mental fantasy. Uh, so, 
it was an accident and everyone has said it was an accident what's funny is is reading more about the story the bigger issue is not that he did it because it was an accident it wasn't no one was meant to see it um it was that someone screenshotted it and sent it to the press and turned it into an issue so investigations are underway as to who leaked the image um and can you send me the rest of it i'm a news outlet <laughs> you need to see it um really really your piece of shit little red car you think needed to have that spoiler on it sorry sorry drive by um not that kind of drive by calm down <laughs> so too much let's move on let's move on what's this it's the internet what's that it's a big network and open forum that allows the expression of opinions where people have discussion with their different points of view okay darling so today might sound a little different i might sound a little different because it's the next day i <laughs> same cast of characters you still have squeaky and hey there's the lifted truck with the guy with the small penis uh so he just drove by it's fine um so darlings uh <laughs> i got a late start last night because i have been absolutely hooked on a game and of course this happens to me every time uh so uh this this segment is all about the internet it's all about what i'm doing on my computer what i'm doing with my free time and so much of my free time is going into various things. So we're going to talk about a bunch of different things here very quickly. Um, I just started Horizon Zero Dawn. I got the complete edition. Um, I am a PC gamer, so I only have a PC to play off of. So this is a game that many people on a console have already played, but I have not. I will say one of the easiest player interfaces. Easiest to switch between weapons so easy to, to play and enjoy um various different difficulty levels <laughs> the story is is so far really fun um i'll break down the story a little bit more once i have more story to give you because right now i'm still very new and the story is still limited enough where i don't fully know what the fuck is going on uh but yeah that is <laughs> He sucked me in. Um, I'm loving it so much. Um, but besides that, when it comes to the internet, there's there's a few different things that have really been catching my attention lately. So let's start off with the things that we all know. <laughs> um, right now, I've been spending a lot of time on YouTube when I have these free moments, when I need something to distract me. I'm listening to interviews with drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. So, uh, it's, the channel is Joseph Shepard, and, um, he did a couple of really amazing interviews, uh, with Willem and, um, with Katya and then, uh, <laughs> uh, Trixie. Um, there was an interview, he didn't do the one with Trixie, I don't think, um, uh, but I think the next time I listen to is his Jinx Monsoon, and then he has one on Pearl. The one on Willem, without going into the, the specifics of the interview... You find out the truth, not the truth that has been presented to you on television, but the actual truth on why Willem was kicked off the show. And it is totally not what I thought it was. Oh, my goodness. Um, it led me down this rabbit hole of <laughs> uh, videos. Um, his interviews led me to some videos uh, by Jakey Once TV that are just 
behind the scenes RuPaul's Drag Race, like all the drama. And I normally try to keep myself away from this level of petty drama because some of it is so fucking petty. It's it's <laughs> it's social media garbage. But oh god, is it entertaining to me right now? I don't know. It's just I'm in that mindset where it's just oh god, it's so entertaining. Oh, <laughs> so um. Other than that, I'm spending a lot of time on TikTok, and and TikTok has taken me into some weird circles. I think I've moved away from the witchy circles. I'm in this place where people pretend to be receptionists and, um, like, bureaucrats in the afterlife. So a lot of, like, people, like, working the secretary desk at hell when um, Little Nas shows up on his pole. And then uh, my favorite one is this lady who directs you to the various afterlights based on your life tiktok is stupid how much i love it so i went and paused it so i can read their names i realize i have to tell you their names so you can find them yourselves so my favorite one out of all of them um is t-a-n-g-w-y-s-t-l um it is so good <laughs> she's my favorite and then um my one who she's a receptionist for the devil is Mason Denver, but the the R at the end, there's two R's at the end. So Mason Denver, extra R. Um, so good. And then the other one on TikTok that has just, I mean, it's a journey. And it's a journey that you have to get into is Emily Evans. But it's Emily is E-H-M-I-L-Y Evans. E-V-A-N-S. She is the director of a theater show She's playing all the parts and there's this crazy girl with a purple wig with the, I'm sorry, with a blue wig that is just a piece of shit. And any theater people out there knows this bitch like they've done shows with this bitch. This bitch is crazy. This bitch is in every theater. <laughs> so I love it. I live for it. So um, that's been kind of my social media thing. Um, I started following someone on OnlyFans, which Girl, if I'm going to pry open the wallet and support someone, it's someone that I think is amazing. Um, so if anyone is interested in that, you can go to OnlyFans.com slash Jackson Stone. But the O in Stone is a zero. Really amazing. Just some really just filthy things and <laughs> all kinds of uncomfortable places. So, uh, it's so good. It's just so good. Uh, so I've been enjoying that quite a bit. Um, besides that, I've just been playing a lot of World of Warcraft. Now, normally I would want to give you guys, uh, I would want to continue the journey into World of Warcraft, but, um, we are way over time this week. So darlings, I will leave that for next week. Next week we will return and I will give you all of the tea <laughs> moving into the next expansion of the World of Warcraft. Darlings, I... I'm so happy <laughs> that you listen to my podcast. Um, I will be much better about making sure that they're done on a timely manner. Um, I have to go now back and listen to this and edit <laughs> and do all these things. The show went really long. Like, it's like 40 minutes long. And I don't understand why it's so freaking long. So um, I'm going to edit this down to a comfortable uh, slightly over 30 here, hopefully. So, um, we will leave it there. Love you all so much. Um, if you are interested, um, well, I'm going to play my outro. It has all my contact information. Please reach out. Um, I talked about, 
uh, in a previous, uh, I posted on all my social medias that I am doing a special kind of promotional thing this season. I'm going to be doing, I'm probably actually going to extend it into the month of June, give you guys lots of time. Um, this is all about helping me spread the word about my podcast. So, um, you can go to my Podbean, iTunes, anywhere where you'll find my podcast and review it, share it, like it, go on social media and share it and like it. And um, I'm going to be paying attention to comments and reviews and things that are popping up. And um, I will enter those people into a drawing and the winner will get a prize pack of uh, the Donna Sugar Show merchandise, which I have been working with a friend <laughs> who does sublimation and screen printing and different things to try and give you guys some fun stuff. So like I was looking at, like kind of drink hurricanes and T-shirts and things. So I don't know who doesn't want my beautiful mug on a, on a t-shirt <laughs> fuck if i know um but i think it's gonna be really cute and it's gonna be really fun and uh, i hope that you guys will want to participate uh because it helps get the word out about my podcast and um i love giving away free shit so i mean <laughs> check it out love you guys so much see you guys next week bye see you guys next week girl it's an audio medium girl that i'm setting that up for my youtube channel Ooh, ooh, I should start I should start my OnlyFans where I review other people's OnlyFans. Would you pay for that? Oh my god, that's kind of a good idea. Would you pay for that? Girl, send me a message. Okay, with the program, me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend. You know how Well, thank you so much, Chi Chi. You are exactly right. My friends and darlings, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Donna Sugar Show. You can download these episodes anywhere you can find podcasts online. And darlings, I love to hear from you. So give me a call at 716-236-8599. Leave me a voicemail, me at DonnaSugars.com. Or find me online at Twitter and Instagram at DonnaSugars. And on Facebook at the Donna Sugar Show Facebook page. Or check me out on Tumblr at DonnaSugars.tumblr.com. Tumblr. That amazing place where physical beauty was enjoyed by all in all of its splendor. And thanks to Prudes, now all you can see are pet memes and funny text exchanges between moms and kids. And me, holding out that someday the dicks might return. That's Tumblr.com. Kisses, darlings. Bye. And if you enjoyed this background music, check it out on Audio Library on YouTube. Just search Friendship by Declan DP. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.